0: 10-Minute Marketing Mastery, Chapter 3. In this section you will discover the one single thing that growing practices do and that struggling practices don't do. You're gonna learn the two types of outreach to find new patients. That's right, there's only two types of outreach. You're gonna learn the three steps of all marketing with an example that makes it nice and clear and you're gonna learn the four elements of every marketing presentation. Plus You're going to learn the only five ways useful to using Facebook. Now, the one single thing that growing practices do and that struggling practices don't is growing and prospering practices have ways to outreach to new folks and struggling practices don't because if you're going to grow, more people have got to know about you next week than knew about you last week. It just can't happen unless that's true there is almost a hundred percent correlation growing uh, practices have this. Struggling practices don't. Now, there are really only two ways to outreach. You can go where people are searching and jump up in front of them. For example, in the past, when I was first learning this, this was yellow pages. These days, the most commonplace people search is Google. Now, the downside of going where people are searching and jumping up in front of them is that all your competitors are right there in front of them, too. So the question is, how do you stand out? Though we will discuss ways to stand out. The second way to outreach is you go where likely people are doing something else, then you interrupt them. Now, if you are to interrupt people, you got to stop them dreading their tracks so they stop scrolling down the page. And to do that, you need to present a captivating and compelling and irresistible offer right in front of them. If the offer is ho-hum, they skip it and move on. If you stop them dead in your tracks with something they say, oh man, I can't pass that up, then that works. After you put this captivating offer in front of them, you divert them to come to you. I'll explain how that works in just a moment. Now, there are three steps in all marketing to do this. One, catch their eyes. Two, hook their interest. Three, tell them what to do. Now, if you've ever read any books about copywriting and stuff, like, for example, John Capel's, uh, I think it's called scientific, no, tested advertising methods. They start talking about the headline and how that's the most important, but they're copywriters. There actually is a step before the headline. The headline first step is you got to catch their eyes. If they never see what you're putting out, they'll never read the headline. Then you got to hook their interest. Usually that's done in a headline. And last, you've got to tell them what to do next. Now you may have some bullet points or stuff, you know, after hooking their interest before you tell them what to do, but always you will have these three things. Catch their eyes, hook their interest, tell them what to do. Now let me give you a concrete example. This will make it really, really clear and simple. We're going to talk about a a place called Bill's Burger Barn. Yeah, Bill's got a burger joint and he's right beside the highway. Now, Bill figures some of those travelers gotta be hungry. They're there you know, driving up the road all day long, all night long. Some of them gotta be hungry. So he goes out and gets a billboard picture and he puts up a picture on the highway of a juicy hamburger. Now, I don't eat much hamburgers. Maybe you don't either, but a lot of people do. So, This picture of a juicy hamburger catches people's eye, and it just says, Bill's Burger Barn, take exit 37. And when they do, they see this great big sign over his burger place. That is a funnel. It caught their eyes. If they're hungry, it hooked their interest, and then it told them what to do. This is a funnel. It is funneling some of the likely people to Bill's Burger Barn. Now, there are four elements in all marketing, which is around that little three-step thing we talked. First, you've got to have a source of traffic, for example, the highway. Another source of traffic might be Google, if they're searching for you. Another source of traffic might be your Facebook page or your website, or if you have an email list and you're mailing to them, that's a source of traffic. Or using the U.S. Post Office, if you're sending them direct mail, that's a source of traffic. There is always a source of traffic. Two, there is an offer. This offer is what physically catches their eyes and hooks their interest the most famous offer in advertising history is probably is probably the pizza place that over 30 years ago started putting up an ad said fresh pizza delivered hot and fresh to your door in 30 minutes or it's free that was an irresistible offer people just couldn't turn it down now what most people don't know is that all of that chain's pizza places were originally set up right next to college campuses And what's on college campuses? Well, there's a whole bunch of hungry students, and pizza was a cheap food at that time. And some of them were probably smoking green cigarettes, and that gave them the munchies. And so they didn't care about imported cheese. They didn't care about quality ingredients. What they wanted was they wanted that pizza real fast, and they're cheap. So they thought, hey, if it's slow, I I won't have to pay for it. That was an irresistible offer. It was targeted to the right people. It hooked their interest really great. Okay, one, you need a source of traffic. Two, an offer which must first catch their eyes and then hook their interest real quick. Three, a way to capture their contact information because you can't follow up if you don't capture that. And most people, or many people, do not buy on the first contact. Following up, then this is step four, Follow-up systems will increase the actual sales by three to eight times. Now, as an example, let's talk about five different ways a person could use Facebook. Now, we're going to go over these in details, more or less, but we're really kind of focusing on what are your goals in using Facebook with this marketing. First of all, you probably get word-of-mouth referrals from time to time, and you may have some paid advertising in your local area. Now, when people see this, more than half of them will go check you out first. They will go either to Google or more of them will actually go to Facebook to check you out. If your Facebook page looks sleepy and dull and abandoned, that's kind of like a parking lot in front of a restaurant that doesn't have any cars there. They don't want to go in there. So you can use Facebook and intentionally create a good first impression. We'll come back to how to do that. For your patients and people who are followers, you can stay on top of their mind because the more they remember you, the more often they all on their own call up and make appointments. If you're sending new people to your Facebook page, you can capture these newbies with an offer right up in the header, the great big graphic right up at the top. We'll go over how to do that here in a little bit. Now to your followers, your patients, you can actually send out offers using the posts that you make you can outreach using offers via post that your followers see them. For example, a seasonal deal. Let's say that you wanted to send out something in September when kids are about to go back to school and you say, Hey, are your kids going to be in sports this year? How about a super de- deal on checking out your kids make sure they're healthy and happy and ready for sports? And... If you use Facebook paid advertising, you can outreach to strangers, people that don't know you yet, strangers that are in your local area. And specifically, that is a very powerful way to make it happen that more people know about you next week than knew about you last week.